Hernia Masterclass Johnson. And we'll have more of her inspiring story later on in the program. But first... just wander around just a little bit kind of confused a little bit like um is it who's the guy david banner in the hulk that tv series oh yeah or yeah, um kind of, i'd be confused if i was the hulk too to be fair <laughs> one day you wake up stretch this far yeah that actually came from somewhere that that's actually a really? thing yeah that's a thing yeah not not the johnson part oh, okay I added that part on there, but um, yeah. There's a um, there's a, uh, a like a sign, like an advertisement for um a hernia uh, masterclass sort of like session uh, oh. for like the the hospital thing. So uh, yeah, it's um, uh, I, I just found hernia masterclass hilarious. Y- yeah, for some me reason. Too, to be yeah, um, I'm gonna need a moment to think about that. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah, have have a moment. Just let it let it sort of soak in and and um, ferment for a little bit for soaking. you. Oh God, let it ferment. <laughs> <laughs> what a phrase. Let, let that hernia ferment a little bit and see see what you can bring out of it. Let's never say that. Again. <laughs> How many times have you watched the Captain Marvel trailer? Zero. No, I watched the Mary Poppins trailer. What? Oh, no. you have to watch the Captain Marvel trailer. Do you want me okay, to do you a, should watch a live, a live. Yes, you have to watch it. Right yes, yeah, okay. you have to do it right now. Okay. All right, I'm doing All right. it right now. Captain All right. Marvel. I knew I was forgetting something. I felt so prepared. I just assumed you had watched it. <laughs> I assumed I'd watched it too. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm assuming it's the official. Tra- yeah, that's fine. The, the, yeah. Seven. This will be great. I don't know. That if sounds about right. I can't oh. hear anything. Okay, that's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of rights issues that would be involved. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, oh, she's. Okay, well, <laughs> the first thing I'm thinking is that she might be very dead. Uh, because yeah. also that blockbuster, <laughs> that date. <laughs> this We're is far why, back in time. Why blockbuster uh, went out of business. <laughs> They built that blockbuster specifically for the for the movie, and then tore it all down again just to just to hurt our souls a little bit more. That's unfortunate. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's around. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out exactly where you are in the trailer at the moment. Well, she's just on a tr- a train, laser okay. beaming things. Oh, oh. Yep. She an alien? She totally is an alien. All right. She's half human, half Cree. If that helps, kind of like um Star Lord. Okay. Oh. Um. All right. Oh. I'm 
she just beat an old lady. (laughs) (laughs) That old lady had it coming. Oh, my God. She just beat an old lady. And then, like, they've got those cool suits and they're flying just like the Green Lantern Brigade, except probably, hopefully, better than the Ah, she beat an old lady. Yeah. All right. Uh, That's most of what I took from that trailer, but. um, (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's I'm excited. I was already excited. See, I was already excited. That's the thing. So I, you know what? I do think I knew that she was half human, half Cree. But where yeah. have I heard Cree before? Why? Uh, well, I think they're part of Agents of Shield, but they're also in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, so cool. they're they're there. The first one. So, yeah. Oh my god, I haven't watched that in years. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? It's already been like four what? years. Okay, so are they blue? Are um. They well, he he is, but like I think that I don't know. To be honest, specifically, I'm not really that familiar with the whole. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, they're the baddies in in the. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. There, there we go. Briefly known as the rule, whatever R- rule, rule, <laughs> roll, whatever, roll, roll, <laughs> <laughs> roll. Okay, so that would be why they're getting her help because she's pretty cool. All right. Yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty. Pretty major. She's not blue, though. You know, just saying. Like, if you had a half, first of all, just, just, just gonna ruin everyone's life. Like, I don't know that a human alien hybrid would survive. Uh, very well, but that's fine. Um, all that aside, all that aside, yeah. I just feel like if it did survive, it would be blue because it just feels like blue would be a dominant trait, you know? Like, it feels like blue should yeah. be, you know, how like like darker eyes, darker hair, darker skin are all dominant traits. Well, blue is darker than skin. Yeah, it should come forth a lot more. You'd, you'd think she'd have even a tinge of blue, like a very light sky blue, maybe. Like maybe she's a sky blue Cree. Like an aqua, thing. like an aqua but, blue kind yeah, of thing happening there. Yeah, not too much that green thing. in there, but like yeah, you know. Yeah. Like... See, that's 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 where you're kind of drawing the line on things. That I'm she... not even drawing. The line. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't care what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so over caring what everyone looks like. Yeah. I just... I don't even care. Give me a, a cool movie. It'll be great. But I'm just saying. That, that's, that's all. If they wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I, wanted, I was interested. But, well, that was this was before I realized that you hadn't actually uh, watched the trailer yet. But I was kind of interested to sort of see like what your reaction was to it. Because like we've already had Wonder Woman and um, that was really successful. And but with Marvel, it's kind of different because like they're the preeminent kind of franchise on the planet and have been for quite a few years and it just feels kind of vital now having this character sort of arrive at this point in time because there was always this talk about how you know it, it you know that it's they've been dragging their feet about getting a, um, a female superhero film up and running and 
that's understandable, but for some reason it kind of feels right that it's happening now. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it better feel right because Thanos freaking uh, killed everyone else. So, Yeah, there's really no one left to sort of... Uh, yeah, maybe that's why they did it. They were like, oh, you want a superhero film? You want a female superhero film? I'll give you the best goddamn female superhero film you've ever seen. And then they yeah. just kill everyone and they go, here's your female <laughs> Thank you. And then they flip all their tables. And that's Marvel in a nutshell. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you happy now? Yeah, you happy. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it is about damn time. But um. Yeah, it's nice. I guess it's nice that she's going to come and fix everything. I assume she's going to come and fix everything. I feel like you can't end this Thanos thing with Thanos winning. I just feel like that would be a big downer. (laughs) (laughs) And then every other person died in the universe because guess what? You can't beat Thanos. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, like that would be bold. And then it's all, and then be like, well, actually, none of the rest of it is actually happening. We're ending it here. So that's it. That's, that's, we're done. If Thanos just, I, they've already made billions. Like, what do they have to lose? Do it. Nothing. I'll I'll be really angry, but I'll also laugh my head off. I will clap them. I will slow clap them. I will applaud them. I will stand up and applaud them if they did something like that. It would make no sense whatsoever. (laughs) But that's a ballsy I'd love it, though. It'd It'd be pretty funny. Could you imagine the inferno and the subsequent nuclear meltdown on over the internet if that oh, yeah. happened? I can imagine it. it. It's it's really no different than the internet is on every other day. But <laughs> that's um, a good point. A little bit, maybe maybe more intense. I guess maybe it would be a little bit more intense. Yeah, it's a constant um, nuclear apocalypse, like daily on on Twitter. Mm, so there's always. Oh my gosh! I don't. I can't read. Uh, I can't even read Twitter. It's so it just vacillates between one extreme and the next. That's it. It, it is no middle ground. There's no except for Stephen Fry. He seems to have the middle ground. He's just very lovely and delightful. But it just seems like no one really kind of like. There's a valley, and then there's like two peaks, and then that's it. No one's. No one lives that, in the valley. No yeah. one lives in the valley. We're that's we're okay. all the valley we're sucks. All, <laughs> we're all on Twin Peaks. So oh. I'm gonna plug that. I'm gonna plug that show now. Ah, no. I, <laughs> I no, I was brought to you by <laughs> that f- show from last year. So mm. this show is but actually I, brought to you by the Darkness of the Valley. Thank you. <laughs> that sounds like a album title for like a metal band. The Darkness like of a, the Valley. Yeah. Oh, doom should metal I, or something like should that. Should I make a, a metal band? I mean, sure, go for it. You don't actually have to even like play any instruments you can just sort of be a band and then the music stuff can kind of be secondary just you know make an album so just be like hey girl i'm in the band and they're like oh what band like where's your soundcloud blah 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 blah. and i'll be like no no no. i'm in a band yeah have you ever noticed that no one actually uses soundcloud except for like musicians who are in a band yeah or they're um they're they're underground they're, they're very underground, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. I've listened to people on SoundCloud, and they're good. But, yeah, like, it wouldn't be my first are. place to think. Like, when I'm trying to find new music, it's not where I go. And maybe it should be where I go because they're up and coming, but it's never my first. It's like it's like um, freaking LinkedIn. <laughs> Nobody goes on there. <laughs> yeah, doing? exactly. I got rid of my LinkedIn, Link- and then the next job that I applied for asked for it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course that would happen to you. It, it really did. <laughs> LinkedIn uh, was one of those. Strong 
I was like, yeah, no, I don't did. have LinkedIn. Ah. <laughs> you stood by your principles in that point. Yeah, I did. It's a very yeah, LinkedIn seemed to be so uh like it was built up as this very important kind of element to uh having a career and a professional sort of like network and all these sorts of things and then it kind of just stopped being that. Yeah. Like it, I mean everyone kind of moved on. It's really useful like if you're in business, but I feel like that's probably about it cuz right. everyone of my contacts on there are either people like from college yeah. And they either went into business or I want to say teaching, but even the teachers have kind of dropped off. So mostly it's just business. <laughs> it's like anything to do with business, marketing, advertising, yeah, yeah. you know, accounting, anything like that. And you're golden for LinkedIn. But since I know how to do none of those things, I am <laughs> understandably not. It's not your target. Then you're not the target, really. Yeah. <laughs> not much, you know? You're not going to pay the $380 per year premium edition package thing are you uh no no thankfully i i got the free version which is uh you know it's pretty it's a free version but it just seems to have fallen behind like i i did i I can like i just it i go months without realizes without sort of remembering that it's there you know and then you don't get any notifications for it and then you just sort of it's it's sort of like inadequate now for like a lot of kind of positions that we're kind of aiming for which is yeah different yeah different position like like absolutely if you're trying to make connections in in business and stuff like it is spot on you should definitely have one um it works really well but yeah, yeah i was the only reason i remembered i had it was because every now and then it would send me emails um saying hey we found some more jobs for you and i'd be like oh sweet you know because like my my interests on there are environmental science music things like that and uh, it would send me this thing like, oh, hey, guess what? This music shop is looking for an accountant. And I'd be like, oh, uh, that's close. You're very close. And then would be like, oh, hey, look, here's here's what you can do. Guess what? This restaurant is hiring waitresses. And I was like, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it always just reverts back to that. You just, you're going to end up flipping tables at some point. Oh, there's so many tables to be flipped. <laughs> so many tables, so little time. So like if you went to like Ikea or Bunnings or something and there's all those tables oh. out there, it's just, it could be dangerous. Like that's, Absolutely. You, be you know, I went to Ikea. I've been to Ikea and it's so tempting, but like the tables aren't even put together for you. So you just have to flip these cardboard boxes. And to be honest, it's, it's not as satisfying as flipping a full table. No, no. It's, you're sort of just flipping like a, you know, you're flipping a packet. You don't want to flip a packet. You want to flip something that's been, you know, carefully crafted and assembled and a few pieces of it missing and. Potentially by me. Yeah. 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 Um, and then and like just give it a bit of a whirl. Screws of this one kind, but then too few of the other. So when you flip it, it will come apart as yeah. it should. Spectacularly as well, I might mm. add. And then there's some screws that like don't actually uh, relate to any of it. And you just think, well, why yeah, are they there? like they're in a different model altogether. And you're like, oh, okay, well. I may as well go with that. That seems okay. So what you're saying is that you enjoyed the Captain Marvel trailer. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. That's where we. That's where we were going to. Um, I always yeah, we, we made our way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I got. I mean, I wrote an article for it. It's on Switch.com. If anyone's keen to check it out, shameless plug. There. Shameless plug. Hey, that's where we're at. 
So Yay. anyway, but so I just, I just had, <laughs> plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> um, I found it just, I don't know. I, I think it really hit me hard, like emotionally, just because maybe it was because of the music as well. And um, I kind of wanted to get all the hype out of the way. So I kind of just, just directed everything into it. Um, like the little, <laughs> like the montage of her sort of falling down at different ages and getting up at different ages uh, was like really kind of smart and showed like some sort of like running theme that they've got going for it. And, um, yeah, and I also, cool. I also assume that none of those shots will be in the film. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I just, it just feels like, I don't know. I'm, I've over the last year, I've no or a couple of years I've noticed, uh, you know, there's been tons of trailers that just don't have the same shots in the film. Cause they're usually just trailer shots. And I think it's a really good way for studios and directors and everyone to kind of hide the film still in marketing because obviously this day and age it's really easy to kind of like have leaks and, you know, spoilers for stuff. And if you have trailers yeah. that show one thing, you can kind of like work around that. So, so yeah, I fully expect some of the stuff not to be in there, but that's totally fine. But I just, I don't know. I, she's different because, and not to get too nerdy, but I love that she's a character more than Thor because Thor was quite powerful but she's like the most powerful character in this universe. Like that, that's coming uh, like in the, in the Marvel cinematic universe. And so for me, that's like a big step um, or a big change that the franchise is making, because like, you've got this character who's at another level to anyone else, possibly even Thanos. And, you know, there's well, that a, should be good then. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be helpful to us, you know? Mm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I it just it just was really kind of exhilarating, and that final shot of her sort of like getting her powers sort of set up in her like traditional suit and everything was really, really kind of thrilling, and you know had me kind of sort of like you know raise the fists in the air a couple of times after I watched it like fifty, sixty times. <laughs> I get I get too caught up I get way too caught up in the trailers of things which is fine because then it kind of tempers my expectation as I as the film comes out because I know it's still going to be a Marvel film with the same Marvel um positives and the same Marvel like flaws you know um there might be a few differences in there with the origin story but it's going to have the house style but there's going to be a lot more kind of flexibility for it and that's what i'm really looking forward to and like with black panther it's going to be important i don't know it's going to be as important yeah. or more important or whatever but um, yeah i don't know i mean i oh i don't, I don't even know where i was going with that well okay so because I, I, I wrote in the article i kind of wonder like so i'm getting this sort of reaction to it i can only imagine what like a young girl uh, their their reaction to this. I know, like, and, and again, I know Wonder Woman came out and it was hugely successful. Um, so, you know, it's not so much that it's kind of deflated this uh, Captain Marvel's release, but it still feels as major as Wonder Woman um, being released. So I can only imagine how, yeah, like a young girl would feel about seeing, or even any, or, or, a girl of any age, a woman of any age, how they would feel, especially growing up loving like either superheroes or comics or and and, and superhero films and all that sort of stuff. Like, you know, just yeah. to sort of see it actually 
happening again, you know? It's yeah, because pretty special. I mean, I I thought Wonder Woman was really special. I think this was this will honestly just add to it. I really don't think it's going to take away from it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If anything, it's going to be even better because I feel like she is. I mean, part of the reason they're introducing her is definitely because we kind of need her to defeat the yeah to save um, the universe. So she's, like she's gonna kick some major Thanos ass. Yeah. Probably, so. Am I allowed to say ass on this? I think I've already sworn, so it doesn't matter. It's too late. No, you certainly cannot. Shit. Seriously. Okay. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we have to bleep those ones out. Oh, no. But, um, yeah, like, look, and I don't want to get too carried away with it because, and I'm quite, like, like, I've got a, I've got a good idea of, like, what I expect when it comes to Marvel films now. But ever since, like, Infinity War came out and that moment when Thor arrived at the battle and that music came in and the stuff about like, I think Sebastian Stan was saying in an interview where they were on set for the second film uh, and uh, there was like 40 heroes like that, that were in this shot. And then the whole, the stinger at the end of infinity war and knowing kind of like what captain Marvel was going to bring to the table there was just a sort of kind of rush of excitement about like where the, like the direction of this and and where the franchise is going. And the fact that, okay, so I'm guessing like Black Panther, Captain Marvel and Spider-Man will be like the, the three pillars of this new kind of like, I guess, universe and the next decade or so of Marvel films. And that's pretty exciting to sort of see, like, you know, they've kind of, I don't know how much of it has been improvised and how much has been sort of like, you know, as things have changed and adapted and how much has been structured, but they just seem to have kind of had this thing sort of fall into their lap really nicely in this anticipation. Like Black Panther really kind of um, took it to another level and then had the anticipation for Infinity War and then like just having Captain Marvel come in afterwards to really sort of, you've, you've got twins sort of like, anticipation levels and excitement levels for it not just for the film itself but for what she's going to be in um whatever the fourth avengers film is going to be and that's and like instantaneously they've got that you know like there's no question like it's going to be successful like to, to sort of be in that situation and have that confidence and you just know that this product this film is going to be incredibly successful and well received worldwide it's just i don't think there's been a like a a franchise that's done that before you know like it's unprecedented yeah not not really um that's all i've got to say I mean, well i was just thinking well yeah i was just i was just thinking like well deadpool too but that's yeah. marvel so it's okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got it all they've got it all they've, they've got, got all every going. single thing um, but they'll never be allowed in the real Marvel movies. No. Well, they probably will because um, Disney are buying Fox out. So we'll have that going. Oh. So all the X-Men and oh. guys and Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Fantastic I mean, Four. That's okay. But if they start Disneyfying <laughs> Deadpool. Surely. You know. Whatever, Deadpool the musical. I'm I'm for it. It's fine. <laughs> that's where that's where you want to go. Speaking of musicals, you really dug the Mary Poppins Returns trailer. 
I dug it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Tell me, walk me through it. Yeah. Give me the, give me the feels, give me the reactions. Break it down for me. I will break it down. Boo, 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 boo. (laughs) Um, That was, that was terrible. Don't laugh. That was terrible. You don't have to laugh at that. Sorry. Pity laugh. Um, Okay. I don't know. There, There was just, there was a lot of feels there. Uh, just, things they brought back like obviously the kite it was the first thing yeah. that everyone was like oh you know here's the kite oh whatever we don't need that rubbish and immediately you see that he's become his father and you're like oh no and then just that little pang of like oh when she when mary poppins comes back and she's like oh, i'm here to look after the bank's children yeah and then the, the little kids are like oh us and she's like well you too and i was like oh break my heart yeah. mary poppins um that's just so cool and I just feel like there's going to be new adventures, but with the same kind, you know, like seeing some of the stuff that they've brought up instead of the chalk adventure, it's going to be like, um, you know, like a slightly different sort of circus thing. Yeah. 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 New adventures, but different ways to get there, different lessons learned, definitely helping the kids remember their childhood because I think that's going to be a big part of this. Oh, yeah. Because they seem to have forgotten. And isn't this, um, let's see, when was the first one set like? The 1900? Um, I don't know. Well, 1930s, I think, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Let's take a look. Oh. Okay. Because then 1910. Is, you know, like probably 20 years 1910. Later. So 1910, you were okay. right on the money. So this, is, this is 1930s. So right after the Depression has happened. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, wait. In America, though. I don't know if England had a Depression. Uh, I think they did have something pretty major. It was, um, it was a... I thought it was kind of worldwide, but I don't know if it hit anywhere quite as hard. But yeah, like they're losing the house or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, little snippets of, oh, this is adult life, but you need to learn to like live with the childhood. You're not, that's that's dumb. But you need to like (laughs) learn how to live and not make it just about your problems and just about your worries. And I'll be interested in how they they do that. And of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda is a freaking gem. Oh my goodness. Protect him from the world. Please and thank you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I um, he's got a he's got a really great smile in it, and um, I totally forgot. Like, I didn't know who he was actually going to play. Um, and then, you know, he's a lamplighter, and he's got a really good accent, really good sort of Cockney accent still. So, you know, like it's, it just it, the whole trailer had like a sense of like unfiltered joy about it. You know what I mean? It's because he's a joy. He's yeah. the joy of the world. That's like his, that's his real smile. That's his real face. Everything about him is real. That's probably his real accent because he just has ten of them yeah. in his pocket at any given time. And he's like, "Oh, I'll just pull this one out." And he's just the best. Anyway, yeah, I think he's gonna make this a heck of. A- also, I really like how they change it. Sort of, you know, how they had the chimney sweep in the beginning. Yeah, and now they have the lamp lighters, and they're like they're just moving toward, like they're moving through that sort of blue collar work and they're just showing that like you know showing that kind of yeah. as well and i like that and there's a little really bit like of a romanticism to that which which sort of helps and i don't know i it was a little bit i was a little bit not um not worried about it, but just it sort of came out of nowhere that there was a sequel to it and uh yeah it did didn't it but it just seems to feel like again like same with captain marvel it kind of feels right to have it in there and the message that seems to be uh uh, coming from from what the film's going to wanting wanting to convey, it just seems like we need a film like that. You know, just to sort of 
Yeah. I mean, I think we really do at this point. Yeah. So, and you're completely on board with Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins? Because I am totally. She seems perfect for it. Oh, man. I honestly, the first time, like you said, it kind of came out of nowhere. And I actually heard it from Lin Manuel Miranda's Twitter (laughs) appropriately. Which we all should. Because I. I lied. I do actually go through Twitter. Yeah. Um, yes, and you should all follow him because, oh, my goodness, he lights up the world. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I, I heard it from there, and I was like, no way. No way. What? What is this? And then I clicked on it, and I was like, no way. And then I <laughs> spent the next, you know, like two minutes geeking out, and then I had to watch it again because I basically got nothing from it the first time. And yeah. Then, um, yeah, but I'm I'm totally on board. I actually didn't even know – I didn't know who was playing anything except that obviously he had said he was playing Jack Lamplighter. Um, yeah. I was wondering why he was in the UK. I was actually wondering that. And now I realize. So silly. Oh, when he was like, like, like physically there, like actually there. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I was like, oh, he's been there for a couple months now. Like what is Hamilton touring over there? And I was like really confused. And then I realized, oh, it's because he has a job. That <laughs> yeah. Jobs, you know. Like, jobs he brought his dog how sweet is that he's just he a fa- the dog. he's a fantastic human being and uh for yeah. him to be in a film like this like we should try at least to mm. be like that i was a little bit wow. i was a little bit taken aback that meryl streep was in it i'm just like ah oh. she's in this one as well she seems oh, to be yeah. she seems to be popping up like samuel L. jackson like she's just in every sort of like big film you're like wait she's also here Okay. She's actually Captain Marvel. <laughs> she's um she's gonna be telling the story back to us. She's like the whole thing. Yeah, the they, they recast. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> they recast it. So she's Captain Marvel. She is um she is uh Nick Fury as well. Oh, okay. So she's you know, booking problems. Yeah. Um also yeah, they de aged Samuel L. Jackson to Meryl Streep, so that's how they did it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She's um yeah she seems to be everywhere. <laughs> just pops up like, but it's a nice popping up. It's not like like a oh you know what's really been popping up actually. We'll 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 get to that. But anyway, yeah. when, when Meryl Streep pops up, it's nice and I enjoy it and it's okay. Meanwhile, what else keeps popping up is the freaking nun movie, which I think we've dis- like I think we've discussed this before. Yeah, but it keeps popping up. Just little like flashes of it or like little commercials of it and i'm like oh no i have to watch this commercial to watch this youtube video oh no what am i gonna do in it like even turning the sound off and you're like i didn't want to see this before bed why is it is it because of the you're just not into it or is it the quality of it or is it just like the scary part or is it just yeah i don't don't love horror movies yeah which is weird like i love being in them and i love being the scary stuff and like i did try and get a job at a scare thing for this halloween yeah um, but yeah, I don't love horror movies because my imagination just like sees this idea. So say, um, I don't know. What was the last like legit horror? I don't remember. I've, I've avoided them for so long. Like, I can't get out. Remember, but, like, Are you talking about like an actual, like, <clears throat> like a tr- you know, like, traditional, like a, like a scary ghosty demony horror movie? Like, um, oh man. Was like the one last year. Or... Yeah, but would I have seen that? No, I'm. I'm too like, what about it? That. See, I know my brain. I didn't see oh, it. Oh, okay. I, I said screw it to it. Um, I watched the Amityville Horror, and it wasn't even that bad. Okay. I that's that's the last one I can remember to be honest. That was a while back. It was, it was, yeah. Oh, I also watched The Shining, but like not the whole 
thing because I was too smart for that. I was like, and we're going to go now. Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing. I've had a terrible time. (laughs) You know yourself. You know yourself very well. I do. Yeah, when it comes to that sort of stuff. Yeah, but you just, you take that idea and then your brain is like, remember how there were ghosts in the basement in that movie? What if there are ghosts in your basement? I'm like, that's stupid. Ghosts don't exist. And then you like look around like, I hope they didn't hear that. And then you're like, what am I doing? And then it just snowballs from there. Um, but yeah, and then so you realize that's... that you don't actually have a basement as well. Like that doesn't even enter that's your true. mind. Well, that's very true. Australia doesn't really have basements, does it? So not really, which is weird to me. But I guess the flooding would be an issue. Very much. Yeah. Yes, it would be. Yeah. Very much so. Um, so yeah, nuns. The nun isn't fantastic. Nuns are okay, I guess, in some in some respects. Nuns, nuns are but... fine. Nun, nuns are fine, and like it's mostly just the jump scare in there that I that I got, and then like I kind of got used. And you know to it's it. coming, right? Every now and then, I'll just see. Yeah, I know it's coming. Like I yeah, know I, but... I hear the music. I go, oh, there's a jump yeah. scare coming, but uh, oh well. You just you just can't like help it. Like it's just going to happen at some point. Yeah. Um, can I yeah, ask you, you a question? See- yeah, I've seen mm. bits of it and I'm like, eh, it's just, it's, it's always going to be like, it just throws, you know, comes up on my news feed and it's just, yeah, it's, it's too much. It's too much advertising. Uh, especially <laughs> it's when, a lot. When we, yeah, it is a lot. And when you're on Twitter and Facebook is, and, and Instagram, it's just everywhere. Never stops. Oh, Instagram really gets me because those ones I'm not expecting. I'm like, when did there become ads? What? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like every now and then someone likes it, so it shows up. I don't know how it works. I'm such an old fart. Anyway, ask away. <laughs> you there? I'm here. Oh, am I not here? I'm here. Oh, uh, you seem to be jumping in and out. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. Okay, maybe you are here still. I'm I'm still here, but if you want, I can try turning off and on again. Yeah, I'm hearing you off and on. Let's try. Let's try to. Let's try to restart this and reset it. Reset. Not not restart it. Let's not restart. (laughs) Oh no! Yeah. I'll I'll turn my mic off and on because sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I need to fiddle. Okay. Fiddle around. I hope I don't mess this up. I shouldn't mess this up. Uh, yep, that's exactly. Anyway, I think we're back. Are we back? We never, we never we're even back. left. We never okay. left. I'm really hoping you didn't get the last of my did, whale noises on that's, there, though. That's going in. Oh, I'm using I'm using my was, mobile. I'm using my phone data just because I I think it might be my end. I think it might be my possibly. Oh, do you think? Yeah. That's Is weird. it weird? It's me. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. nuns. That's right. <laughs> Flipping nuns. Specifically, one nun that seems to not be one enjoyable. One flipping nun. Oh, but speaking of no. nuns, not enjoyable at all. I th- <laughs> How are you saying? I this? thought I had a segue to it. No, I didn't. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't have a segue you to didn't? it at all. Are you sure? Um, oh no, no, it wasn't a segue. It was just me saying, "Can I ask you a question?" 
Oh, yeah, the question. Well, the question. Okay, so yes. I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, and it was a while back now, um, but I just wanted to get your take on it. Um, or maybe there is no actual take to it. It's just me sort of overthinking something. But what happened was, uh, so uh, the Melbourne International Film Festival happened like last month or the month before. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, I went to a few films and, uh, you know, it was great. And uh, a friend of mine, or a Facebook friend of mine, um, she, I had met her one. Okay. So I, she had, uh, she put out a post saying that she had a spare ticket for um, a session that was happening the next day in the morning. Uh, I think it was Sunday, yeah, Sunday morning. And she put it out there and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that film. So I messaged her and said, is that ticket still available? And she said it was. And then um, she emailed it to me. It was a uh, concession ticket, but I was assuming that it wouldn't really kind of come up because the ticket would be right there and they wouldn't even see the concession part of it. Um, And so she sent it to me and that was it. And you know, I thought to myself, do I, do I suggest payment? Like how do I, do I pay her back? Like automatically, uh, does she ask me to sort of like transfer the money? Um, you know, like whose prerogative is it in that point in time? Like, am I the one that should be instigating that or it shouldn't be her? Uh, is this a favor or a gift? Is there a, um, idea that maybe we're going to sort of like meet up there or is it sort of like how much conversation should pass by? Uh, should I just let it go? Do I, what do I do at the the session? Like, am I waiting for her? Do I message her saying yeah. that? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. we went and then I went in, like, I didn't, I didn't sort of meet up with her there. And then, um, and I didn't sort of say anything about payment or anything like that. And, and she didn't bring anything up either. And now I feel kind of like an idiot for thinking that maybe I probably should have just sort of paid her back at some point for it. Um, and then I thought, like, is it is it um, leveling up the friendship? But nothing really kind of kind of brought that to pass anyway. So it just ended up being um, it was a good film, but there was awkward. well, no, it was awkward yeah. just because I was doing it. No one else was awkward. It was just me overthinking how oh, the okay. deal was supposed to go down. You know, how much conversation was there supposed to be? How much messaging was, was required at that point in time? Because the exchange of a ticket or a pass like that, uh, what does that convey? What does that, um, what does that elicit, you know? And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I was thinking about that for a little while afterwards <laughs> when that, when that came out, I understand that it sounds insane um, yeah, and it is, it really is insane. <laughs> It really, um, you know, this could be the Midwest in me coming out. But uh, if someone ever gives me a ticket, I just go, "Thanks, yeah. how much do I owe you?" And then, like that's that's generally, I mean, it's not a fix all of it, but it'll open up the conversation to, "Oh no, that's fine, it's free," or "Oh yeah, it was this much, but you only have to pay this much," or like, "Oh yeah, here's the full price," right. or like, "Oh, I'll see you there. It was a gift," or you know, but. I can understand how that would be like when you're panicking and you just yeah. keep going down the rabbit hole. Like, wait, was I supposed to do this? What, what, was I, oh, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and then you just kind of crash and burn because yeah. I do that a lot too. Um, you know, when you're at a restaurant and 
the waiter says, enjoy your meal. And you say, you too. And then you're like, oh, yeah. I, this is And you I haven't died. even started your meal this yet. This how I died. So you've got to deal with that now. And no. And you just take out the shovel that you bring with you everywhere and start digging that hole. You just start digging that hole and hiding. We really it. should bring shovels um, with us wherever we like, go because it's just it, – it, we're going to need to dig our holes every single time. Yeah, but they don't let you dig holes in the restaurant. They're like, man, are they, please leave. This is not are they a holist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, shovelist, shovelist. They're empty. Shovelist, yeah, shovelist. We'll go with that one. Yes. Kind of like <laughs> it works out pretty mind. well, Very actually. Funny. Yeah. You shovelist. <laughs> They're everywhere. It's you think there's not a lot of them, but there are. There are. Hiding. Mm. Oh, I definitely. Um. So. I have a segue, a a, a 2020 hindsight segue, because we were talking about the nun and things that scared us, and clearly regular social interactions are one of those things. (laughs) There you go. There you go. You're welcome. I don't don't understand it, Uh, like like how those regular social interactions uh, terrify and, and confuse me. You know what I mean? Like- yeah, I mean, it is terrifying to get it wrong because then you think yeah. the person hates you. But I just take that high road and automatically assume that everyone hates me and then it's so much easier. <laughs> Life just runs much smoother for you at that point it in time. It really does. Yeah, you're like, all right, well, they probably already hate me. So if I get this wrong, they're just going to hate me a little bit more and then that's fine. Yeah, that's that's not a problem happiness. at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's inverted happiness. Everyone just is hateful towards each other, so there's just Absolutely. this equilibrium, mm. which kind of works pretty well. That's sort of what we're trying to do, even though we're not exactly doing it consciously. But it's there, and it's a little bit, a little bit strange. Here's another segue. Oh, when it comes to yeah. uh, okay, so I I lied. There's no segue. Oh, I, oh, I went. He, he keeps doing this to me. He keeps saying the. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you get up to this week? Was there any experience that kind any of experience? Well, okay, actually, no. You sound like an employer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this entry level job that uh, is for people who are go- who are straight out of uni requires three years experience. Oh, okay, that kind of ex- okay. So I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. but uh, we're we're going to go in a different direction. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what are you, what have you been up to this week? Because I, I, I've done something this week, but you've been doing a lot of auditioning for or practicing for a piano. No, I'm going to try my words again. Okay, uh, try them again. Yeah, uh, you've been practicing. Actually, why don't you do it? Because this is <laughs> you're the one that's no, actually really, doing I really it. Wanna, I really want to hear your words. Okay, uh, you're you're practicing the piano. Mm. Mm-hmm. To audition for a part that involves playing the piano. Is that about right? <laughs> that is about right, except yeah. that the audition was last week and now I'm just practicing so I don't suck for the short film. Oh, well, oh, so you got it. Yeah. Oh, did I Fantastic. not tell you that? Fantastic. No, you didn't. Oh, whoops. oh I, must have, I must have missed that part. I just wow. kept saying, I'm practicing. I'm yeah. practicing. <laughs> wow. You must Bombshell. be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't yeah. have to practice anymore. They're not going to want you. <laughs> the audition was two weeks ago. Stop. There was no audition, actually, in the first place. <laughs> Once they saw me and they were like, just no. Nah. Um, yeah, I, I practiced. I I did pretty well. I I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I'm assuming I did pretty well. I, I did all right. I yeah. got the part. Uh, and then I found out that it's like a short film about, well, I kind of knew it was already a short film. So it's about two dancers and they're basically just arguing over the tempo of this dance and basically, uh, I don't know if I should, oh, whatever. I'll just tell you. Like they decided to do the dance faster just because it's, it's better faster, but like it's, it's sort of them arguing and like fixing the problem between them because they're like i think it's like teacher student yeah so the the teacher wants to do it slower but the student is like no listen to what how it sounds like this and then yeah it's gonna be i think it's gonna be kind of artsy and i'm I'm pretty excited for it and they actually um they sent me a a copy of the script as well and all the lines that i had had to read for the audition were gone and i was like oh sweet i don't even have to learn any lines i just have to be here playing the piano (laughs) for you and then reacting to like what everyone else says like that's that's almost i mean i love having lines but at the same time it's just like wow that's that's refreshing almost like yeah. i don't have to worry about how i sound in this you know um and like the actresses that i'm well the dancers that i'm working with who haven't acted before but they're you know they're they're great people and um they have these amazing like italian accents and part of the lines the director was like oh you know what why don't you say that in italian because that seems like it flows better and then i'm like oh my god I'm going to come in here with my little Midwest accent like, oh, yeah, you want some piano? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, so I'm just grateful that I don't have lines at this point. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'll just I'll just play and I won't take away from their awesome flow. <laughs> <laughs> Although that being said, your accent coming in there would actually be a little bit, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's supposed to be played for laughs, clearly, but yeah, I, that I would know. kind of be a good little like bit of humor, like either at the end or at the beginning, like they're sort of passionate and really going at it. And there's, you know, and vacillating between English and Italian. And then you just sort of like politely, quietly put your hand up and sort of go. go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else just goes, please. No, no. Um, let's retake that shot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you be less awkward? No, yeah. I'm sorry. I really can't. Oh, so you don't um, want to be doing handstands whilst doing it? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll step no, away from yeah. it then. But you got the part, which is which is great. Like it's. Uh, have you have you done anything like it before? No, I've never done anything like um, sort of musical in a short film like this, which is which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. and it was nice because working with the director, like we needed to change some notes and everything. Um, which you is. Mean- yeah, I was like, just saying, is, like in the like the musical notes. Yeah, like the okay. musical notes. Um, like it was very jazzy tune, and we wanted it more Latin, so we were changing okay. that around. Um, but he doesn't really read music, so we're like we were going through it, and he was just like stopping me in that section, going, "It needs something else." So we were able to kind of work like that, and yeah. uh, working like that was, you know, it was slower than it would have been if if we could just say, "Okay, that measure changed this note to this," but it was it was fun. Because it was kind of yeah. like we were both learning. It was like learning a different sort of way that it worked for him. And um, it, yeah, it, was, it was pretty fun. And then we may or may not uh, meet up again before the shoot and go, okay, we need to change this and this and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Yeah. That's awesome. And tomorrow I have a, a real person interview. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not like an actual reality interview? Like you're not, not a, just going to talk no, to yourself? No. Well, I think I told you that I was, I was, 
I almost said trying out. I'm trying out for this job. Um, I, I applied to be a park ranger. Just like oh, yes, seasonal. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm a park ranger. And I made it through to not the first. Okay, so how many? How many? I feel like this is like the third level that I've made it to. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's the second. I don't know. I might be too excited about this. But yeah, it's it's um, like the assessment one. And I'm... It sounds like a whole bunch of icebreaker games, which sounds like just like a theater camp. Um, so I can't imagine yeah. that it'll be that hard. But at the yeah. same time, they might pull out some like, hey, give us your name. And also tell us one of the laws of uh, Victorian park rangers. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And then you just um, go so into like some song and dance. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think I'll just do some improvisational dance. Be like, so this is the butterfly and uh, to protect this butterfly, we must. And then I'll just kind of go off on a thing and they'll be like, please, please stop. Yeah. You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be. Hopefully it goes well. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting like how, uh, you know, you have, you have like, like we're still in that mode of the real job and the, uh, the passion kind of uh, work. Yeah. You know, like we just can't sort of combine the two together yet in whatever well, form like you kind of end up having. That's why this one's kind of exciting um, because obviously I need a survival job and that's that's totally fine. But this is a survival job that I wouldn't actually hate. Um, which oh, okay. Is yeah. Fun. Yeah. Like environmental science was one of my passions in school. Um, so being able to like. I mean, yeah, some of it's going to be pretty hard, like just clearing trails and like weeding stuff and getting invasive plant species out. Like I, I assume that'll be tough work. Um, and I'll probably be thinking about snakes the whole time just because of who I am as a person. Yeah, uh, valid point. But you'll also get like the the people coming in and asking questions. And I feel like that'll be kind of fun. Yeah. Because you, you don't necessarily have to answer to like you know like you don't have to, you you can answer their questions but you don't answer to them it's not like a customer service thing where like they could just get to yell at you for 10 hours yeah of yeah. work that sounds like it's, nice it's more of like a yeah it's like a give and take and i think that's the issue that i had with a lot of um other work that i've done it's just you you're at so at the mercy of people who are having a bad day and it, it really sucks like that and you know like if your boss never sticks up for you you're just you basically you're going to work and you're like i am getting paid to be abused <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this this seems like it's um a better fit for i guess the sort of educator in me because you get to share knowledge with people and you don't um you know like it's, it's not like you have to change their mind it's like they're curious yeah and there's no kind of um there's no sort of uh i was to say it's not going to be draining on you in that sort of kind of yeah yeah It'll be something that I enjoy talking about. Um, and then hopefully, I mean, the whole reason they might be hiking in the first place is because they like nature. So like, yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah. It's not like you're going to have somebody, well, maybe you will, but like, you know, the, most people have a basic idea of, you know, outside, but you're not going to have like, you know, unless you have that one person who's never stepped foot into like a national park before, actually, <laughs> which might actually be like more common than I think, to be honest. Perhaps, and then you yeah. have to be like, okay, so this is a trail. Uh, this is a valley. This is, you know, like <laughs> maybe I'm yeah. really dumbing it down, <laughs> but you never know. You might, it might be that kind of element and they, but if they're there, they're willing to sort of like dive into it. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. They're excited. They're probably going to be excited to learn new stuff. Just basically be like, this is a trail. Don't go off it. You'll be good. Um, (laughs) There's not much else I can tell you. (laughs) Just run away if you see, like, was there any predators up there or just snakes? Not really. No. I mean, there's snakes, but, like, they'll hear you coming and they'll go away. But you won't hear them coming. You or won't you won't see them no. until it's too late. They don't have those convenient little rattles on their on their yeah. jigs. That's Could you, you put like trails? little rattles on each snake? Oh yeah, that, well that'll be part of my job, obviously. Yeah, okay. Or like a little um, bell around their around like the their head, like a oh. little bell. You know, just a sort of like you'll hear them then. You think? Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. That would make that them less kind of like um, intimidating. I think. Yeah, like maybe a little hat with a bell on it because I think yeah. just a bell might uh, it might you know it might kind of fall and then they'd slither on it and then the bell would be silenced and I can oh, see issues yes. there. But maybe like yeah. a snake, a snake hat. Yeah. Okay, that can I work. Can make snakes. You can hats. make yes, do that. I'll definitely make them hats. Yeah, that's got to get you in for the job. You cu- you come I, in on that yeah. theater camp slash kind of icebreaker. <laughs> interview day and then just sort of like throw snake hats to everybody even though they're not snakes but you're just like here snake hats for everybody then to put on Mm. the snakes it'll be a winner i'm sure of it i yeah from someone who has no experience with uh park ranger stuff even though my uncle's actually a park ranger but i'm not really i don't know that world apart from what the simpsons (laughs) taught me on that episode when homer and mr burns get trapped in that under the avalanche, oh, um, I, I feel like that's going to work. You'll get the job, and everyone's going to. I think so love too. You for it. Yeah. So, I think- you know, snake hats like should have been. We should have saved that. Like that should have been the next, the next phrase that we used. Oh, I thought. Yeah, that's, no, that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, it, it was. Oh. Sorry about that. Although I thought you were going to say like it's like the next trend, and I'm and oh no, yeah. I just it, I immediately just thought yeah, of course that would have to be a trend. Why wouldn't it, will it be, be a trend? trend? Yeah, actually, I think it's already a trend because uh, people own pythons, and sometimes they make it them little hats. I feel like there's a snake on the internet that wears hats a lot. Why are we like so I'm far behind? <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I've seen this snake, yeah. but I just didn't know if it, like, everyone did it or if oh, it was just okay. that one snake that did it. Maybe that one snake is ahead of us. Just challenging the norm. That's what the snake is doing. Yeah. My, um, but we, we went way out of way out of whack here. What was your announcement? Yeah. We were trying to get to your announcement, but then you so kindly asked me first, and then we're, now we're talking about snake hats. Come on. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So I went to the uh, I went to Collingwood and GWS Giants final on Saturday night. So it's the first time I've actually gone to the yeah. MCG to watch the AFL, and it was quite a uh, incredible kind of encounter. And you know, it's it's funny because once again, I wasn't prepared for the weather, even though I've lived down here for a year and a half, and <laughs> I know what winter is here, and oh, yet no. still I kind of. I I got in and I, I sort of stepped outside and I thought, this is going to be good. Like, it's still kind of, you know, like it's not terrible yet. Uh, expecting yeah, that yeah. it's going to remain that way for the rest of the night. But it wasn't <laughs> going to be like that. And I also had forgot my earphones. I didn't know where they were. Uh, 
then I've discovered them later on exactly where they were. So anyway, that's just oh, a whole perfect. other, that's a whole other podcast, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other episode. And I got there and again, I, I had um, bought tickets sort of on the upper levels and it was a great view. So it wasn't really like I was seeing them as ants. It was a really good view of the whole, the whole thing. And it really got me sort of, um, Give my uh, gave myself a new perspective on on how to watch a game and the uh, I guess the ebbs and flows and and the way it, the the ball and and the players sort of shift around and you know that sort of thing like it's it's different to yeah. watching it on TV yeah. obviously but well, yeah you know and getting up there again I'm up far up and that means it's going to be a lot colder because like just there's all the wind happening as well and. I just, oh, true. It, it was like zero <laughs> degrees up there. And I couldn't, every single time, like, should I just go home? Like, it's really, really cold, Nick. No one's going to, like, miss you if you just go home. But I thought I'd stick it out oh. and get to the. <laughs> but no at the same time, miss you. <laughs> I miss you. I felt bad for myself at that point. Um, and yeah, but, but apart from that, it was pretty fantastic to sort of get out there and really kind of experience. I, one of those things that I don't think, I mean, obviously, you have big sporting events weekly, um, sort of especially in America with the NFL, which is started mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff, um, and you know, all across Europe with with football. But I think this one, and so for this, this is our version of it. You know, this sort of this a kind of event where it just feels like a a big momentous occasion. Yeah, um, it does. This is it. like. AFL is it for I mean that's that's Melbourne's lifeblood right yeah there. yeah and it's still like you know like I, I grew up in Brisbane so like that was mostly rugby league but it just yeah it, it just feels like AFL just feels bigger down here and I think it would be it would be great to make it more national like there, there's still a very huge sentiment um in Victoria about like having Victorian or Melbourne teams and you can sort of see it in the, in the articles and, and the newspapers and, and on, on like on radio or uh, like on like a, like a footy show or something like that. And yeah. it sort of feels a little bit kind of exclusive in that sense. Like I kind of don't think they're doing themselves any favors by, by doing that. But um, at the same time I can understand it because it does draw the crowds here and pretty much everyone plays like all the biggest matches at the end of the year tend to be here anyway. So it makes That's sense. That's very true, yeah. And then the game finished and then I got annoyed by the mass of humanity, the humanity that exited the stadium, like just <laughs> 70,000 people just heaving into from one direction and the next. And I'm just like, you guys can't even walk properly. And these aren't people <laughs> who are drunk. They're just like, like people forget how to like function. Like, you know, like when it starts raining, even just the slightest and people just forget how to drive properly. That's what right. it's like yes. when it comes to like this, where it's just like no one knows like which way to go. And, you know, you had that one person who's kind of like blocking the way somehow and there's like 30,000 people in front of them. It's like, just get out of the way, man. Stop talking on the phone. You're the guy that you're trying to like, your mate is there's no, is, there's no chance he's going to see you. Okay. And like sticking <laughs> your hand up, you know, a few feet above the, like the, the rest of the crowd. isn't No one's going no to see that. It's, it's not going to work. And there was so many conversations like that. I was walking by. I was like, Oh, I'm over here. Yeah. I'm just, just come over. 
where the statue is. It's like, but there's like 40,000 statues, you know, and like, mm. oh, I'm at this one here. And then like people are going in the wrong direction, obviously, and they have to sort of switch back around. But there's like 10 of them. And so like the first two kind of realize that they have to go the other way, but the, the rest of them doesn't really catch on quite at, you know, oh, instantaneously. No. And then it just, everyone kind of like crashes into each other and, you know, the whole crowd kind of blows out of that. And then, you know, you're walking in front of people and they just, they're not walking properly. Like they're not walking at a rate that they should be walking at. And they're They're like shuffling. They're They're shuffling. Yeah. And it's like, they're not drunk. They're not on, they're not, nothing's affecting them. Just the fact that they're just walking seems to be struggling, like mentally a struggle for them at that point in time. It's just get, if, if you if you're not going to walk properly, get out of the way so that people who can walk <laughs> properly can do so without being annoyed by you. So that got me a little bit frustrated seeing there all those you go, people. Yeah, and then no, it's, it is weird though. Like the yeah. people at the fr- like, what are the people at the exits doing? Surely they know the way. They're at the exits. <laughs> right? It's like no, we wanted to find the entrance, and this is clearly not where we wanted I don't to know. be. Yeah, it yeah. seems like the whole crowd's fighting each other. But yeah, continue. continue. Yeah, so, I know those fields. Yeah, and so uh, we, so I ended up, and so um, my brother's mate was down here. Uh, this was one of the weekends that I was going to try to get my brothers down, but it just didn't work out. Um. But my brother's mate came down and uh, they've got a few, uh, my brother's got a few mates down who live down here. And uh, I messaged him saying, hey, let's let's catch up like either before or after. Um, and so I messaged him after the game to sort of see where they might be going. Never heard back. <laughs> so, so that was it. Like, I'm like, well, and I, it was to be expected. He's, uh, I'm going to call him out on it. He, he does it all the time. My brother knows, Chris knows about it. So everyone knows about it. Um, <laughs> and so that was that was an issue but not not really it was it was fine uh but it, it was kind of weird like you know walking along swan street and just seeing like thousands of people just moving sort of in this one direction and sort of that re- like that comprehension of how much people how many people there actually are in this city how much people how much people there are much people in this city <laughs> there are much people much, much people. There are much people everywhere. I am good writer uh, and speak person. You am good. You am good. I speak good, good well. Uh, so I sp- <laughs> <laughs> well good. I speak well good. So yeah, I, it's just it's it. So there was uh, seventy thousand there. I mean, that wasn't the most that that had been at the ground for like the finals. This you know, this past month, uh, the night before had about, had over 90,000. And so, oh, wow. and I was thinking about it today. So there's what, like four and a bit million people sort of like in the greater Melbourne area, maybe just a little bit more. Um, yeah. Something like around that. that. Four and a bit, um, like that, right? so the, the amount of people at the ground there was probably like under 2%. And that really kind of like, it really sort of <sighs> makes your mind kind of like, explode in like like how many people there actually are and you don't really kind of get that perspective or that uh sort of understanding of it when you see it spread out so much or even when you're on like a train or a tram and there's like everyone's packed in even that is doesn't come close to sort of uh, articulating 
how many people there actually are. So events like this really show show it. And like they'll like the grand final, like there's on the Friday before the grand final is a public holiday. And I didn't realize like that it's a huge, huge thing because there's like 120,000 people that end up like outside the MCG at the park there at Yarra Park. And there's mm, a lot of people. Yeah. And it's a lot of like, people. Like just, you know, converging into one area. And there's much people. It's right much there. people, you know, heavy. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with <laughs> Much, much people. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go there and just sort of. They're like much people much. and then everyone's watching everyone every stare <laughs> at you. But yeah, where do they tuck them all away? Seriously, it's not a huge city. Like well if everyone was out at once, there were the, those sidewalks would be so crowded. But yeah. everyone's like tucked away in little buildings. I'm like, where are you hiding? Where are you hiding? And then the police is like, you need to stop banging on this door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this is the church, yeah. ma'am. This is the church, ma'am. This is a place of worship. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where are you hiding? A, well, but then you could just be like philosophical about that. Where are you hiding? Are you talking to Jesus, God, or maybe you're at like a mosque or a synagogue or a temple? I think it's mostly me just like banging on the doors that would that would probably yeah. set them off. Yeah, you would. You know, don't don't bang on doors if you don't know the doors. Garage the doors as well. Inside. That that's a no go. Yeah, don't, no, don't, don't do bang that. on garage doors. That'd be bad. Doggy doors, don't bang um, on them. Don't don't bang on them. Well, doggy. it doesn't matter. You can't bang on them. Like they they flip too easily. Dog doors, you cannot. Well, don't slap doggy doors. Don't like... don't slap those doors then. <laughs> okay, don't slap a doggy <laughs> door. Uh, that is that is a good piece of life advice public, especially if you're looking for the dogs a public service announcement there should surely be a couple million dogs in here and like i would also oh, yeah. like to know where the dogs are but yeah don't slap the dog door. do you reckon the ratio is one to one with dogs just because i feel like there's you know and i don't mean like one like kennels and and, and people who breed dogs but i mean ones who like you know it, like have like, dogs yeah. yeah have like multiple dogs yeah um, I don't know. I I would say it's less than that just because I think a lot of people living here are students and I don't think they can have dogs. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Or like – because I think there might be like a – camp. is there a campus where students stay, like dorm rooms and stuff? I don't know if they stay in apartments or not. Well, in the city there is a few kind of uh, buildings that house students, but they're not actually part of the – I don't think they're part of the campus – Oh, okay, yeah. I think they might be in partnership with the campus or whatever, well, like whatever university. Yeah, I also I may be completely wrong, by dogs. the way. So, uh, well, I, I mean, I believe yeah. you because you moved here like six months before I did. Yeah. so that's me believing you. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so a good. Time. Yeah, so yeah, so I I did that. I was uh, in awe of people and also annoyed at them, mm-hmm. and then went to a bar <laughs> afterwards uh, for a couple of drinks. Uh, that I'd never been to before, but I go past quite a lot because uh, it's sort of near my place, and um, and I don't, I've never known the name of it. I thought it was Jamaican, like it, there's got like there's like a Jamaican lager kind of logo. Um, sorry, a logo for a Jamaican lager. Uh, so that, but that clearly wasn't it. Uh, and then it says like above it Montague, and that's clearly not it because it's called like, um, actually I can't remember what it's called, but. Oh no. But it's a, it's called something. There's a title named for it. Um and it's called something. Yeah, well, yeah. this has been a good <laughs> um, very insightful podcast. And so I I went there and uh, I had a salted caramel um shake 
tasting uh, flavored beer. So that was, what? That was something. You better remember what that's called because I need that. Salted caramel shake flavored beer. That's what it's called. Okay. No, no, no. But I meant like the whole oh. – Oh, I know! I know where it is. I know exactly where it is. Sorry, oh, that's, you know where it yeah, is. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> as long as you know where it is, yeah. we're set. Because I think I need to try that, and then I think we need to like rate it against different chocolate. Because I once had a chocolate milkshake beer, and that like remains in my memory as one of my fondest stouts ever. Yeah. So I I feel like that could be way up there with that. You know, it really it seems like a good idea. Like I got excited just because it's salted caramel. I love that. But mm-hmm. it actually turned out to be a very, like, you know, good tasting beer. Like, it wasn't just, like, sweet. Like, it didn't feel like I was eating, like, candy with some beer flavored in it. Like, it felt like I was drinking something <laughs> that was kind of really built for it. And I guess, like, I don't know, like, salted caramel and, like, in a shake kind of version. It does have a – like, especially nowadays – we have so many different sort of flavors and um, types of beer and everyone's experimenting. And so it doesn't, it's not so much out of the ordinary. It kind of fits it, you know, like people are much more confident in um, developing just weird tasting and weird kind of combinations of beers. So it really sort of hit the spot because like you get the salty caramel shake kind of buzz at the start. Like it just, it feels like you're t- you know drinking a shake, and then you get the beer. I can't remember what if it was a IPA or a, a ale or I can't remember what I can't remember like like what the beer kind of like base was. But you got that part, and it really kind of melded really well. And so that was a nice way so to kind of end the night. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah complimented it. Well, that's really good. And there weren't too much peoples there. No, obviously. No, it good. was it was it was good in that respect. Actually, there was a few, but like I had my space, so that yeah. was fine. You can you can have a few at a bar. They're allowed. <laughs> they are allowed. They're peoples. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll allow that. Mm. So that was that was what I had done at that point in time. That's that's really nice. Yeah, it was and, good. Um, that does sound like a really nice beer. I'm I'm happy that people are starting to uh, sort of get more adventurous with their beers. I yeah. mean, there there is probably too far, but I haven't seen that yet. So what, what, when I do see too far, I will call them on it. What? What do you think is uh, – Yeah. I, um, okay. I think sweet stuff can work with beer. Yeah. You know, like I think I think like the chocolate and like the salted caramel. Chocolate makes so much beer. sense, especially with, yeah. with stouts. Like coffee. Yeah, yeah. And like cho- chocolate coffee stouts are my – freaking jam but like i don't know if you start putting like where where do we draw that sweet line like i feel like if you started making um like fairy floss like that yeah, would be like, that like would be really kind of sugary one yeah I think that'd be too much yeah i probably go and now someone's there. gonna listen to this and be like actually there's a really good fairy floss ale and then we'll have to try it yeah we'll yeah that should be that should be an episode actually just trying different beer beers. Tasting? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like two hours later, we're just completely just flawed. It's like, just I forget to hit the, mm. I forget to hit the stop button. It's just, the, the, you don't, you didn't even hit the record yeah. button. <laughs> I hit the record button afterwards. And so it's just like two hours of nothingness. <laughs> oh no. I can see that happening. I definitely can see that yeah. happening. Um, yeah. What, so yeah, I, I reckon fairy floss. Yeah, hmm. that might be the 
That might be the that limit. That might be my line. Yeah. But you never know. There mm. might be other lines, like meatball tasting. That might that might not be fantastic. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. You have to be careful with the savory yeah. beers, yeah. probably. Like, if you put a hot dog in a beer, I'm not going to drink it. That's, <laughs> it could be too much. It could right be now. too much at that point. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Did you stick with the sort of sweet, the semi sweet? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, don't <laughs> don't don't get too crazy. Is what I'm saying. Be be um responsible with your experimenting, kids. Beer responsible be- with your experimenting. Beer responsible. Be beery responsible <laughs> with your experimentation. Be beery responsible. Okay. No, that's not going to work out. Um, oh, wait. Okay. Your trivia thing. I had no idea where to start with it. Absolutely no did idea. Did you find one or did you know? I don't even know. Okay like I've, I, I, I don't know. Like you probably, I just Googled like obscure literary literature, uh, trivia or facts. And I'm pretty sure, so I don't know if you did the same thing. <laughs> Open up. Well, I started off with it. Yeah. yeah. But it was, um, but I, then I realized like I was, I guess it's, uh, I don't think it's too obscure. I don't think it's obscure enough actually. What do you, um, because obviously everyone's everyone's heard of the Dead Sea Scrolls, yeah. but like then I, I was really drawn in, and I kept like reading, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm going down a rabbit hole." And then I pulled some stuff from like where, where yeah. I was reading, but it's not obscure, so I think I failed as well. Well, like, I, I think you think- did more than I did. I kind of just I tried to Google things, and I I kind of there was one that I started kind of reading, and then I stopped, and now I don't know where it is. Because clearly I forgot to bookmark <laughs> that page. Or maybe I'm just making that part up. But was it? Oh, I can't remember. I, yeah. So do you, what do you have? What's, <laughs> do you have anything? Because I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> what have you got? Um, I have some stuff. Yeah. Are you ready for this fact? Okay. So the the coolest thing that, well, I mean, there were a lot of cool things. But I was, I was looking at the, about the Dead Sea Scrolls. You know, they've taken so much time and effort like um translating them and stuff like that and apparently they found out that they so uh, it's it's hard to explain i guess um so they used a different calendar like cuz a lot of them are religious writings and stuff like that yeah. um so i guess they had a whole bunch of holidays that they kind of forgot about um and because they used this calendar that had a 364 day um, year, mm-hmm. all all of the holidays fell on the same day every year. So like Easter didn't move around. I mean, like not that they had Easter, but you know, like how our Easter kind of jumps around. From yeah, week to week. So the date was the date like be- because yeah, it was based like on the calendar and not like on, on one calendar and not like whatever. A million, yeah, yeah, and like because um, because with us we have like leap years and stuff like that, but this one. This number can be divided into four and seven, you know, the 364 part. So special occasions always fall on the same day, which I thought was kind of cool because, I mean, I don't mind our calendar, but I just yeah. thought it was it was because it does sometimes you're like, oh, well, just pick a day, you know, keep it on the same day. What are you doing? Yeah. But this one actually literally stayed on the same day. It's like your kind of calendar. Day. Is that what you're saying? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm very interested in finding more. But yeah, yeah that was. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, then they just went into more, more um, details about a couple holidays that they never really knew. Um, okay, which is pretty cool. But yeah, um, yeah. The, the, the most, the main thing was like I didn't realize they even used a different calendar. So, 
So I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes. it's just it's. I'm trying to actually figure out what the Dead Sea Scrolls are again. <laughs> <laughs> I know what they are, but I just, I just, yeah, that's right. The 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 um, what are they? The the ancient Hebrew agent. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Hebrew. Okay, we're good. Nine hundred Dead Sea Scrolls. That's that it. Yeah. Back yeah. to the fourth century BCE before coming era. If you're wondering. Yeah. It's um, it's kind of interesting how we're able to um, it kind of I guess break down and and discover like what what those sorts of um, elements and those sorts of stories like six thousand years ago now and the mm. way it kind of feels so immediate and kind of connected to it because it's like in your hand it's like essentially in your hand like these sorts of writings and um, what it can be like, like what it can reveal about. Like, I don't know. Like whenever I read stuff from like, you know, I've read the Iliad and um, the Odyssey and like, obviously I'm not reading the original text because there is no original text. Um, right. Right. It's but, an oral. Yeah, yeah. But just the idea that this, what I'm reading has is almost 3000 years old is just really um, like kind of a almost it's very humbling, you know, to sort of it's, like, yeah, un- yeah, it's pretty cool to sort of, because could, could you imagine like writing something and then 3000 years from now having people still reading it? Wow. Nope. I can't even imagine writing something and 15 minutes later, someone's still reading it. They just <laughs> throw it away and be like, wow, that was utter garbage. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... Let's never yeah, speak no, of the dark I, I times. I what you mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely. Yeah. I. It is pretty cool that we're so – and, like, part of this even says I'm, – I'm sort of still on that page, and part of it even said that, like, there were – a couple tiny sections that were written in secret code and they only accidentally like, well, not accidentally, but they ended up decrypting the code because there had been errors by the original author, which were corrected by a second author. Oh, so they that's could cool. figure out what each thing meant. Like that's pretty freaking cool. So I just, I love the, the ancient stuff where you're like, what does this mean? And then someone happens to notice one thing that leads to a whole like translation. Like unlocks like, everything never- else. Yeah, yeah. So it's just that was that was pretty cool. And I don't mean, and don't you sort of like when those sorts of things happen? Don't you kind of like think to yourself like how like if they hadn't done that, like it, they just so happened to have cor- found the errors and corrected it, like that kind of like it's not foresight, obviously, but just the fact that an error allows us to see something is yeah, it's know, very cool. Yeah. It's um, it's it's just like oh, I'm just really glad that happened because otherwise we probably wouldn't have cracked this because like the you know that ancient secret code is yeah they yeah like but same with did. like um cool. what was it was it the hieroglyphs that like that the Rosetta Stone yeah. um helped to one you know I guess unlock and that's a weird one like I love that I I love the fact that there was this. Like it just it sounds amazing as well. Like the Rosetta Stone, like and and you I, like you know you sink photos. It's this really big kind of chunk of rock. You know, is it a, what is it <laughs> sp- specifically like? Lo- 
I want to say obsidian for some reason, but I I wanted to say that, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, um, let me look it up because I'm not a rock guy, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know my rocks. Is a granodiorite stell. Um, what is that? Uh, granite made of the Rosetta Stone. Oh, I guess it's made of granite. Seventeen ninety nine. That doesn't. That doesn't. Yeah, so it's. Oh, it is written of three different scripts, though, so that's pretty cool. That um, is cool. Carved in 196 BC, which is always cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that year was a pretty yeah. great year. I'm not going to lie. That was that a trendy was year, year, yeah. God. Do you remember what happened that year? Oh, I do. Oh, man. So good. Um, Take me back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say granite because I can't think of anything else. It says Why? it says the medium was granite and the material was the other thing that I don't want to attempt to pronounce. I don't know what medium means when it comes to rock. Dark gray granite slab, three feet tall with a pink vein running through the top left corner, and it's carved in with writing in three sky. Okay, yeah. It's pretty um, cool. I didn't realize you could get such shiny granite, but I must also not a geologist. So that's another fun fact for you. That you're not a geologist. Oh, that too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I Sorry, I oh. I was under this impression that you were, well, that's a bit disappointing now. Well, if I were, I'd be a pretty schist <laughs> geologist. Oh. <laughs> anyway. I was trying to figure out something with tectonic plates, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, you were going to get there. Yeah. I, I have faith in you. You would have gotten there. Yeah. Seven hours later. <laughs> the only thing, the only kind of things that I found, because kind of what I sort of kind of got fascinated by, like when the references to like aliens occurred in fiction. Oh, you know? no. Here we go. Okay. And, yep. um, yeah, and um, and Absolutely. like when sci-fi kind of started to come to like like the origins of, of science fiction, uh, and there's been a few kind of there's a few sort of L, um, arguments about like the epic of Google, uh, Gilgamesh, which is the first like it's sort of presented as the first story ever, um, like eight or nine thousand yeah. years ago, uh, and like that had. Um, like kind of descriptions that were very sort of post-apocalyptic. Um, and I think there was a few other things in it as well, but it sort of still kind of sounds like a fantastical kind of adventure fantasy sort of elements to it. Um, it's, Cause science fiction sort of feels very much like a modern kind of tale, like one where especially in the last, even like I'll say like the last 300 years, it feels like that's where, the like technology really kind of developed and you kind of had these sort of like distinctive uh, separations between like the old world and the new world. Um, yeah. So um, when was, wasn't Frankenstein kind of the first science? Well, that's, fiction? That that's one the of them that, that they kind of point to towards like, they kind of cite as the, the main. Yeah. That's sort of yeah. like one that's, you can sort of like look at it and kind of put it under the genre of science fiction, but it's also sort of horror as well. So there's that, there's that sort of element to it. That's true. Um, yeah. A little bit of both. With aliens, 
there's one, there's a book called Somnium, Som, Somnium, so, Somnium by Johannes Kepler, Kepler, that was published in 1634, oh. and it features an alien, well, like a boy named Duracotis, who is magically transported to the moon by a demon. There's life on the moon, and it's described oh. in a very scientific manner. Uh, so that's pretty interesting how that that's nearly 400 years ago. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I'm, I feel like you win on this one because that is way more obscure than the <laughs> like everyone. Yeah, but even then, like, okay, yeah, I'll take that win. I need I need a win here. <laughs> take take the win. Take yeah. the win. Take the win. But there's uh, that is wow. Yeah. That's a lot. But. Because when we started doing the whole like trivia thing, I started thinking about like what's the first like the first of something, you know, which is always sort of interesting to kind of yeah, sort of like a because you think it's one thing and then it's something even further back that kind of has it. Like I can't remember the specifics, uh, and I've completely forgotten about like 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 each like segment of it. But there was. Um, Stuff you missed in history class is, um, so their their podcast they did one about the first robots, and oh, you know from like very cool. uh, from like Da Vinci, which was like five hundred years ago, was he six uh, something like that? And um, he would be yeah, dead. so he was one, I think, uh, and then there was one, I think, presented to an Indian prince and another from like maybe 14, 17, 1800 years ago. And so, ah. so they're not specifically, obviously modern robots, how we would perceive them. But I just like thought to myself, like how far back it goes, like the, the, I guess the idea behind having like a robotic contraption that uh, moves essentially of its own free will, like of its own volition. Um, and yeah, like just, it's a really cool little episode of the podcast, which you should check out uh, just because yeah, yeah, just that concept of that is robot really cool. is so modern, but it's kind of been around for like, yeah, it really is, yeah but it's it? sort of been around for like 2000 years, which is kind of, Mind yeah. blown. <laughs> you know, and that's why with aliens, it felt really weird because aliens felt like something that would only be, you know, I mean, there's, um, you know, there's, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, like John Carter of Mars, and what's the other one? Uh, like George Orwell's, no. like War of the Worlds. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. So, and that there, I think Burroughs is like 110, 120 years, and I think Orwell is around the same. I'm not too sure, but yeah, like it's still like let's just say like 150 years. It's still like a lot, but knowing that it might have gone back like an extra 250 years, it's kind of, it's kind of big. And then it's pretty yeah. cool. And there's others as well that sort of like brings it up a little bit more and sort of like refines it. Oh, here we go. War of the Worlds, 1897. So I was kind of way off because mm. sort of. Uh, you said what? 150 yeah. years? You're not too far <laughs> off. You're less far off than you right. thought you were. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm just trying to make you feel and good. An, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and another a little tidbit, uh, speaking of Edgar Rice Burroughs and like the, the John Carter series, is that's where a lot of modern science fiction 
in films and comics comes from. Superman is influenced heavily on John Carter, uh, by John Carter. Uh, a lot of the style, like Star Wars is hugely influenced. Same with Avatar. Um, yeah, a lot of our modern blockbusters are influenced by his work. And which is really kind of cool to sort of think about. And I don't mean like directly, but just like the DNA of it. Like he's, his was like, he was like the starting point in a sense um, for that kind of modern translation and, and how it's evolved over the next, over the last like century or so. So that's pretty cool. So that's, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it's kind of like how, you know, like Lord of the Rings sort of remade the epic yeah, with yeah. like a fantasy twist. Yeah, exactly. So that that makes sense. He's kind of like it's it's not like everything is I guess he sort of paved the yeah. way in a way. Like a historical retelling um, of a fantasy kind of like a, of a mythology and a fantasy world but done in a way that's like Yeah, so that's the like old what epics. happened in like the science Yeah. Fiction. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. So I like I like um, that actually wasn't too bad. It was a, it was a good one. Really it was cool. a good that was a good one. You thought it was bad. But it was <laughs> I assume everything is terrible, but I do until it's put yeah. it out there. So until it's, it's not. not. Well, that's okay. good. That's good Fair. to know. Um, what else? What else is there? What What else do we have well, to, to do? I for, I know for a fact that we needed to go back to um um the original, but I I can't actually remember the full phrase. I just know Johnson was oh, the name of it, and there was a hernia. Yeah, um, hernia masterclass hernia, Johnson. Masterclass. That is the okay. I'm still not. I mean, I said I needed a time to think about it, and I was thinking about it, but I haven't been thinking about it for the past twenty <laughs> minutes, so that's fine. You don't um, want to be thinking about it. Like you want to be as far away from it as possible. Kind of, yeah. But like, okay, her just. Mm. But it sounds kind of like a it- name, doesn't it? Hernia Masterclass Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If if I had misheard you, I would I would have thought you said Henry Masterclass Johnson. And then I would have been like, well, why is his like, oh. Why is his last name Johnson? Seriously. What a weird what a weird name. Yeah, what a weird last name, yeah. Um, but hernia master okay, is the hernia masterclass that you actually is a yes. real thing. Is it for people managing hernias? Is it for people trying to get rid of hernias? Is it like how to get a hernia? I have questions <laughs> it's how to work on your hernia, uh, you know? How yeah, to, to, to better okay. sort of like to, to okay. bring your hernia out more, you know, to really kind of like. Just making sure that I really know what. So exactly. it's. I kind of. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Damn I it. got it. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see. I wanted to keep running with that. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure whether. Me. Okay, so it's. um, It's actually like. For doctors and surgeons and all those guys, sort of. Like okay, cool. Because I didn't actually look up that. I just was reminding myself exactly what a hernia was. <laughs> I, um, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, no, no. I I don't imagine it's fun. I remember that's why we had to wear the big giant weightlifting belts. Yeah, exactly. Um, don't mind the crinkling. My cat must be fed. <laughs> she is a princess and the love of my life. She um, must be. She must be upon. fed yes, souls. Without a doubt. Human souls. My God. Yes. That doesn't uh, surprise me at all. Human souls in a plastic <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, and I deliver. Of course. I love her very much. You know, you're very dependable in that um, respect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I work so that my cat can have a good life. <laughs> you slave all day to work. Wait, sorry. 
Yeah. No, that makes sense. No, stable day for her. Yeah, yeah that's what I should have said. I'm going to edit that part out for myself. <laughs> so I don't sound I like am. an idiot. <laughs> Although that's long gone. Uh, oh, that's do you have any good. news or anything kind of? Oh, no. <laughs> Did we? Oh, I don't. Have you heard about the strawberry stuff. needle thing? Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, That is one of the things. That I guess what actually is the the thing? What what's well? Because we had just we had just picked where we had just gotten some oh, strawberries, right. and then I did yeah. read about that this week. I just didn't think to really mention it, I guess, because it wasn't something I specifically looked at for the podcast. But yeah, I looked it up because Doug was like, Should "Oh, we... you need to cut up all yeah. your strawberries," and I was like, "Oh, Mm-mm. I mean, I want you to know that none of my strawberries had okay, any needles in them." Where was it? Just Woolworths. Nice. I don't it was it was like three berry companies in let me let me see. It was from Queensland. And obviously just cut up your strawberries. Don't like boycott strawberries. There's gonna be so much fear surrounding this. You know, like you can feel it already that people are Um, just gonna take this way too far. Uh, and common sense is gonna go. I mean, there's also been a needle found in a mango. I think one in a banana as well, so that's that's a thing. Yeah. Like Honestly, people just – it sounds to me like people just need to get less bored. Yeah. Like, stop putting needles in stuff. What on earth yeah, is like, your problem? How has that become a thing? First of all, yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't like mango anyway. What? So, like, I guess whatever. But <laughs> never put – don't put yes. needles in anything, even yeah. if I don't like it. Uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't like mango. Don't so discriminate fruit. Jesus. I don't like it. What? Um, yeah, and there's like, oh, I just, why do you have the need to do the strawberry things? Um, oh, I see. There's like a fruit contamination location thing that you can look at. Oh, that's interesting. There have been cases in Melbourne. One over to the southeast. This is, I mean, it's interesting, but yeah, I can see how it, that's definitely have people sort of on the yeah you know. like nervous and it's understandable but it just i can see it yeah. kind of being this thing where everyone kind of is uh on like walking on glass about it like it's going to turn into this there's going to be just a lot of noise surrounding it and people are going to be like look be vigilant for sure but you know, there's the yeah, risk of people getting but, caught um, up in it too much and, and, and going too far with, with, I guess, like outlets reporting it and, and people yeah. sort of like, I guess, sending in tips and things. And I'm sure that someone's going to like put a needle in like a, you know, like a watermelon or something and just sort of like. <laughs> don't put a needle you know. in a watermelon. Sorry, don't I should not be. Yeah, yeah. Guy there. Like just leave needles where they like what. But also, I've just been, I was sort of skimming, and it says that some of the, like, one of them was just a little kid who put one in and showed her friends as a prank. But, like, you know, most of them seem to be, like, right. legit. People have bit into them and oh, okay, stuck right. with a needle. Okay. So that's yeah, that's cool. That's just. Yeah. Uh, just in case you were yeah. wondering. But, yeah. Um, so that's probably the most recent news, I guess, that I've sort of been. I mean, there's there's a bunch that yeah. we could go into, but that's. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I did. 
A lot of it feels yeah. like something that we would need to like present with a video <laughs> as well. It sounds, Honestly, yeah. Yeah. but there is one, like, there oh, is okay. one that I just spotted and it's really stupid. Uh, so Cathay Pacific, the airline misspelt their name on the side of their plane. It says Cathay oh, no. Pacific, <laughs> P-A-C-I-I-C. Like, oh. That is. Who, like, do you stand back and just not see it? Like. Is everyone working on a different letter and the guy who was working on the F, like, got called in <laughs> sick and then they just didn't realize? Like, oh, where's Frankie? Oh, yeah, well, he, you know, he got called in sick. And then there's Isaac and another Isaac. And they're both working on yeah. the eyes, of course, because you work on the letter of your name. Exactly. Um, and then Carol at the end just goes, this this should be done now. Like, we're all done. And then they just stand back and go, oh, but no. it looks like they've kind of had it out. You know, like, I don't, I'm not too sure. Like, they've. Okay, and then one guy, some engineer. I mean, that's that's not no, how you no. work on planes. But some engineer uh, at another company uh, has said that he's he's questioning whether it's a genuine error because the spacing is too on point. So I don't know. Like, how do you? Oh no! How do you misspell the name so? Um, so, ter- so terrible, but also like really kind of like neatly as well. There's a thing yeah. on this. Someone's reposted or retweeted it. Um, apparently, this airline has no Fs to give. <laughs> so, that's a, uh, that's a thing. But, yeah, that's that's the that's, beautiful. that's nice for Cathay Pasik to sort of give us that little bit of joy amongst all the little that's bit of joy, a, a, a needle of joy in a haystack of needles. There we, yeah, that didn't really work out how I thought it would. No. It, uh, if the whole thing is needles, how are you going to find the one needle you're looking that, for? Well, the one that has the strawberry on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. What's this? The third episode? This, we're pretty much done. <laughs> That's it for it. <laughs> oh, this is the end of our season. <laughs> We've had enough already. Should we should we do next week? Mm. Um, should we do the reality TV thing next week, like the the list of names and and whatnot? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should definitely do that before we watch a reality TV show. We should do our little like reality. TV You know what show I think games. we should do is throw in ones that I just made up. So let's see if we can. Yeah. <gasps> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So are you gonna find are you gonna find the names and quiz me and then I come up with things or are we both I'm feeling like a couple let's names? let's do like five each but like three are like made up oh no sorry three are real okay. and two are made up or whatever like you can you know two um, are made up you, okay all five of them could Sounds be made good. up I, I don't know <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> so anything. we we could do that I think that's good all right. We're doing it. So so just because everyone else is not in on the loop with you and me, uh, next week we're going to do a game yeah. where we're going to find some reality TV show um, names and a couple made up ones. And we're going to try and guess what goes on in them. Like not – obviously not like the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Although I don't know what goes on in that one either. I, yeah. Not a lot, I don't think. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll try and make up what, co- what goes on uh, if we – 
if we get it right or close to right, I feel like we win. I don't know if we win respect or just we win that. Should there be a prize or like some sort of like uh, like a like a point system? There should probably be a point involved. Yeah, we'll have to think about that. You know, like but yeah, we'll have to sort of come up with something there. We'll see the the finer rules of this game, but yes, that because it could be like a it could be like a regular thing. Well, not a regular thing, but it could be like you know, and then we sort of like do lists for other whatever. Like Very, that. you know, specific there. <laughs> there we go. Like, Other whatevers. Names of an animal, and you tell me what that animal looks like. Done. Oh yeah, that's a good one. There we Let's go. write that down. Okay. There we go. Write it down somewhere. Okay. Well, this has been this has been good. This has been sporadic. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, there's yeah. been <laughs> there's been a lot of issues. <laughs> the so, technological issues today were astounding. But uh, yeah, I mean, it. like it just really. We really brought the realism. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Yeah. This is what life is all about. So I think that's it. All right. We're all all done. Well. See ya. Bye.